The following podcast is brought to you by the Creative Arts Curriculum Team from Curriculum Secondary Learners, Curriculum and Reform Directorate of the New South Wales Department of Education. The Creative Arts Curriculum Team acknowledges the traditional custodians from here on Darug Country and from all the lands on which you are listening today. We respect the Elders past, present and emerging as we share our creative arts education stories. official podcast of the New South Wales Department of Education's Creative Arts Curriculum Team. My name is Alicia Taylor and I'm a Creative Arts Curriculum Officer with the Department of Education. Today's topic of discussion is Unlocked, the dance interview, and I'm lucky today to be joined by Shay Atchison, Relieving Head Teacher Kappa from Orange High School. Hi Shay, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Today we are here to discuss effective teaching and learning strategies for preparing students for the HSC interview or elaboration. As we all know, this is a discussion between the examiners and the students where students demonstrate their knowledge and understanding both orally and physically. So Shay, as a dance teacher, how do you unpack the interview process with your students? The interview process happens on either side of the practical demonstration that we see. So when it comes down to core performance or major study performance, we see it after we see the practical demonstration. However, when it comes to major study uh, composition, dance and technology or core composition, we see it beforehand to give us just a bit of extra information as to what we're going to see in that practical demonstration. I think it's really important that students have an understanding of what this interview is and that they are just normalised with it. You know, it becomes easy for them. It makes them comfortable to do it. I think that's what's really important. And I think that's probably one of the hardest things that students, you know, they hear interview and they start to panic and having that kind of informal conversation with them quite regularly helps ease how they feel about it, which is really important. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. Practice definitely takes those nerves away for our students. Obviously, the interview for the core components differ to the major study components. How do you approach teaching these differently with your students? Yeah, so your core components, for example, core performance focuses mainly on dance technique and uh, safe dance practice and performance quality. When it comes to your major performance, then it it incorporates all of those things, but in relation to the interpretation of the dance. So uh, their major studies are about something, they're dancing about something. So they need to be able to incorporate the components of that dance technique performance quality and safe dance practice but be able to talk about that in relation to what they're talking about. How do you approach the teaching of the interview or the elaboration across years 9 to 12 dance? I think my main thing that I do um, starting from year nine is just that role modelling and talking about dance. So from just the really basic building blocks of just them hearing simple buzzwords, whether it just be, you know, all talking about that safe dance practice or the use of alignment or things like that. So every time that I'm teaching movement phrases or we're looking at specific body skills, even starting from year nine or even just beginning with warm-up phrases, we're talking about how the body moves within those phrases and the importance of doing that safely. I think when I start with stage five, so year nine and 10, I heavily focus on things like the anatomy of the body and what the body actually needs in order to dance safely. 
and then we focus on those really kind of descriptive words about what we see in debts. So I think that really helps when it comes to things like explaining performance quality. You know, you can throw words out there like dynamics and kids don't really understand what that means unless you're really explaining it through, well, what can you see? Is the movement sharp? Is it strong? Um, is it soft? Like, uh, let's look at the shape that they're creating. So you kind of bring, bringing in those elements of dance as well while you talk through it. And I think the more that you talk through it, the more they get comfortable with doing that as well. And it's important to start that from stage five so that when they come into stage six, they're not instantly, you know, have a fear of having to talk about what their bodies are doing. So it's, yeah, it's this constant role modelling and talking through. And, and then I think I, I start to really question those the students, you know, that's in, in all the way through from nine to 12 and make them really stop and focus about, well, what is your body doing in that movement? Or how does it feel? Or let's repeat it again. And, and let's focus on that specific part of your body that we want to talk about and really think about, well, what's engaging there? And how are we moving through that movement? And then as a class, once we start to head into more of that stage six, we will really start to kind of break down and scaffold what we want to know about these syllabus dot points. So for example, core performance, we will scaffold and really focus on the what, how and why. So we want to know what it is, but we really want to more focus on and gain that depth of knowledge on the how and the why the body moves and how it moves like that and why it moves like that and why it's important in order for, for us to, to use things like alignment or have an understanding of our kinesthetic awareness. And we use lots of questioning again. So whether that's me questioning those students or the students are starting to question each other and I think just you know it's as simple as adding a body skill to or some movement phrase to a dance that you're creating the core performance or even their compositions it's this constant questioning making them really think about those choices and those purposeful choices that they're making or why are you doing that why did you start in that shape what's the importance of you starting on that level or in that that part of the space or how are we using your motif or elements of dance to really build those phrases and I think the more that you make them talk about it and really think about what they're doing and actually, without them even realising, they're answering interview questions. They're already really practising that process of standing in front of you and actually having to explain what their bodies are doing and why they're choosing to do that. And I think that's really the most important thing, to really normalise that and, and make it feel okay and, and make them feel that they can do it. You know, often they hear this like, oh, you have to do a six-minute or a nine-minute interview. And a lot of them just shut down and think, well, I can't do that. And, I, and then you have to say, well, you can do that. You already have been doing that in every lesson that we are. Every time I ask you about what your body's doing, you've already answered that. So it's about kind of normalising it, I think, for those those students. And, yeah, it gets a little bit more fearful when they just, you know, have, have a marker in front of them and they're having to stand there one-on-one. -on -one. But the more that you can make them feel safe and relaxed in that environment, the more information you can actually get out of them. So it's all about that, like, practice, 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 I think. I also do, like, a syllabus puzzle kind of thing. So I've, I've cut up the syllabus. And when they really get into being able to talk about it, we kind of need to focus on how we're going to start linking those dot points. So how can we link between dance technique and performance quality? Or how can we link between your use of elements of dance and then, like, organisation of your dance? Well, how have you used all of those things to manipulate movement phrases and, and what we see at the end of your composition? So once they start to kind of piece this puzzle of the syllabus together, they can start to draw those links a little bit better, I think, because they have an understanding of what comes under, say, for example, performance quality or what comes under organising the dance. And they start to really see those links. And I think once they start making those links, it makes it a whole lot easier for them to get to that, that six minutes or nine minutes. I love it at the end when they go, 
oh, that didn't take very long. Like, that was amazing. And I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, so it's, it's really nice to then build their confidence when they realise that they can actually do it. Yeah, I think that leads really nicely into my next question for you, which was what are some standout strategies that assist your students in understanding the interview process or preparing for the interview? I think definitely the standout one for well, that I know works most with my students is that really kind of scaffolded answer to things. So, you know, we will really scaffold the actual each syllabus dot point individually. And then what we do is we start to apply it into the other components of dance. And I think once they can see how they link across all of the components, they find it easier to talk about. They really work on being able to link between those components and then those dot points. The importance of not just what it is, like you can give me a definition, but that's not what I want to know. I really want to know the depth of that knowledge. And the more that they start to really talk about it and think past the definition or what it is, really think about that how and why, it just, yeah, makes them more comfortable with it. Yeah, I think you've mentioned that a few times, that how and the why is very important in getting that depth Mm. of knowledge from the students. Thank you for that. I've got one last question for you today. How do you incorporate the interview or elaboration in your school-based assessments? I actually follow the same process as the HSE examination. Obviously, the year 11 is heavily scaffolded. I will start with, and most of the time, start with a safe dance practice question. I give the students the question. We talk through it. We break down each of those syllabus dot points that we would need to talk about. But I just think the more practice they get at standing in front of you one-on-one, the easier it becomes when they actually get to the HSC. I did used to start with other kind of year 11 assessments to gauge or to assess things like core performance specifically but then it just got to the point where I thought these kids just need more practice they need to normalize that actual interview process and they need to realize that it's okay so I found that when I was starting it in year 12 those marks were probably a little bit skewed where they could have been because of the genuine fear that they had of standing there having to speak about it so I actually incorporate it from the very start and we do a lot of practice leading up to that we do a lot of interview process in the classroom whether that be like me asking questions or them going off and breaking into partners and you know practicing with each other and with that in mind how do you help your students to understand the two components of the practical demonstration and the discussion being marked in that one criteria Yeah, I think that's probably the trickiest part. I think what I do try to focus on mostly is trying to to keep what you see physically matching what you hear. And I think all, all I can do as a teacher is just prepare them the best that I can so that they are most comfortable doing it because the more comfortable they feel, the more information you'll get out of them. And I do say that these marks will affect, they will affect what you see. I think it's important that they understand that. I'll show them and like other ones that we've seen. You know, if I've marked um, assessments from last year or whenever, I've got a good couple of examples of like, this is what you see physically, this is what you hear orally, and this is how the mark came out. So we will actually look at some prior feedback that I've given students or look at demonstrations that I've already taken video of. And then as they kind of see and hear, they will do a bit of a feedback sheet themselves. So where do you think that student would sit if we were looking at your marking criteria? And so that allows that yeah, that peer kind of feedback, but also a greater understanding because it's not just me standing up there talking about the importance, but they can actually gain the importance by seeing it physically, hearing it orally, and then where they think that that student would sit within that marking criteria. Thanks so much, Shay, for sharing some of your experiences and strategies for preparing students for the dance interview today. I am now joined by Zara Dimmick, a recently graduated dance student. Zara attended Tugger Lake Secondary College on the Central Coast 
and is here to provide a student perspective of preparing for the interview aspect of the HSC dance examinations. Hi Zara, thank you for joining me today. Firstly, Hello. can you tell us a little bit about your post-school pathway in dance so far? For sure. Thank you so much for having me. So since I've graduated school, which was uh, two years ago now, I went in to study full-time dance at Brunch Street, which is a nationally renowned company and studio in Sydney. And I had just a, such an amazing time. It was basically nine to five training five days a week. It was one of the best experiences of my entire life. And it's really set me up well in my professional career now. And I'm now a professional dancer. Thank you. So first of all, I'd like to know, how did you prepare for the interview aspect of the course throughout your HSC year? I would say having a really deep understanding of the syllabus and what the requirements are and what they are looking to tick off. What specifically do you need to cover in order to make sure you're expressing that you have a deep understanding of the syllabus and of whatever creation you are being examined on. The best way of achieving that for me was, like I said, starting off with a really, really strong foundation and understanding, which just took time and study. I studied the syllabus. I highlighted all the important points. I read that band descriptor consistently. I did a lot of practice interviews with my friends in my cohort and my teacher and it really, really aided me when it came to the actual HSC interview because I felt like I had already done it before, which I think try and gain as much experience as you can because the more experienced you are, the less chance that you are going to get thrown a curveball that you're unable to answer. And I think that's the thing. Nine times out of ten, if you know what you're talking about and you've studied, you've studied the syllabus and you have a thorough understanding, the only real way that you are going to fail, as per se, is the nerves. And you do get really anxious. I went into the HSC exam the most prepared I think anybody could have. I had a body skill picked out for each of my pieces and I made sure I had an axial movement, I had a balance, I had an elevation, I ticked off all of those points that I knew that they could possibly ask me so that when I went into the room it was more just refreshing an idea as opposed to cultivating a completely new one and I think that was really effective for me and I was able to then explain myself more eloquently in the interview. And I'm sure all that preparation that you did for the interview helped you to combat some of those nerves that you felt on the day. Yeah definitely. I think it really enabled me to make clear and concise judgments and explain myself the best I possibly could. And it showed that really thorough knowledge that I did have. And I don't think that my nerves hindered my ability to communicate that on the day, which like you said, I'm not sure would have been the case if I hadn't put myself in that position prior to the interview. 
Definitely. So what do you think students should have as their key focus for each interview or elaboration? I think understanding what each of the pieces, so the intent means, is a really, really vital place to start because, you know, you can study the syllabus and you can have a really deep understanding of all the dot points that you need to cross over from a really, I suppose, technical and logistic point of view. But if you don't have that almost emotional connection to each of the pieces that you've either created or your teacher's created and you're performing, I feel like you're not able to really deeply connect on that level that you're needed to. Dance is an art form at the end of the day, so you need to be able to connect with the piece. I think if you're certain there's, you know, you're diminishing any chance for the panel to be uncertain about your knowledge. I think refreshing your knowledge of the elements of dance was really, really helpful for me. You know, they're looking for those buzzwords. We're looking for, you know, a student that's able to make connections between the criteria and your work. So I think if you have that understanding, you know, call upon it, use it, make it known that it's it's in you. And then in terms of looking at the elaborations more specifically I would say like I said before having a really strong idea of your body skills and safe dance practice and your performance quality for core performance and similarly for your major work if you chose to do performance that was the route that I took and then for core composition you know how did you generate movement how did you organize movement and how did you organize the dance ultimately it really is you know you look into the syllabus those things are written in black and white for you and I would just say don't underestimate the the power of using what is there, simple. It's it's exactly what they're looking for. I think I approached the HSC looking at the dot points as if it was a to-do list and I needed to check off every point and try to mention as many of those points. Yeah, I think that's great advice, really linking to the syllabus and using that dance terminology from the syllabus and from your classes and I'm making it a personal thing, that personal response to your dance and your body. Thank you. So our last question today is how has your holistic knowledge of the dance syllabus supported you as you have moved into your tertiary training and career in dance? Honestly, in so many ways. It pops up in those moments when you probably don't expect it to. I also dance teach now to recreational studios and also quite a few professional companies as well, sort of climbing up the ranks as a choreographer. It's that understanding of safe dance practice. I apply that to make sure my kids are performing and executing movement properly. I apply it to myself because I want a really long, prosperous, abundant career in dance. And I think you know, the principles I've taken from my understanding in the HSC have really, really supported that. I think it's really, really solidified all that knowledge for me. And there hasn't really been a day since where I haven't used it. It's 
really, really important to me now. And also beyond that, I really appreciate what I do now. I think you can just really tell the difference. Someone that just understands the knowledge and someone that actually cares about it. It has to be a perfect assembly of both of those ideas. And I really think I achieved that in my studies. And I love what I do and I have a really deep rooted connection to what I do and I think that is also another reason why I have a good chance of a long career because I apply you know the science and the mechanics of ensuring that my body is able to live out the life of a dancer but my heart and my mind and my soul are also in it because I see dance as an art form and a sport it's equally athletic and emotional and yeah I love all of those things about it now and I think my HSE study implemented that feeling in in me well, thank you. It has been amazing to hear a student voice on our creative cast for this episode of Unlocked, the dance interview. Thank you for joining me today, Zara. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning into the creative cast today. To see some student assessment examples and to learn more about Unlocking the Dance Interview, be sure to look out for our new assessment in the HSC resource that will be released early next term. This podcast was brought to you by the Creative Arts Curriculum Team of Curriculum Secondary Learners, Curriculum and Reform Directorate of the New South Wales Department of Education. Get involved in the conversation by joining our statewide staff room through the link in the show notes or email our Creative Arts Curriculum Advisor, Catherine Horvat at creativearts7-12 at det.nsw.edu.au. The music for this podcast was composed by Jack Ryan from Molong Central School.